Welcome to the Drunk Money Podcast. Sit back, have a few drinks with us, and enjoy this new episode. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Drunk Money. Uh, This is going to be a pretty quick episode. Just wanted to go over a couple unbelievable things that I'm seeing right now, give you a few market updates, and then we can wrap it up and you can get on with the rest of your day. Um, So first off, you know, today is Wednesday the 29th. Um, Stock market already closed today, up another 300%. Historically, somehow, some way today, the stock market is up again. Let's explain how. Well, first off, we have no economy. The economy has come to a complete halt. Um, As I've said before, economic data was going to be awful this month, awful next month, and awful in June. It's already started. It's going to continue to get worse. I mean, I think I was just reading an article that was discussing the true unemployment numbers are rising um, above 30 million plus people already unemployed. Um, Many of those people, like 40%, already trying to file for unemployment. That number is going to be on the rise as this situation does not get better in the next couple weeks, as it won't. Um, And so, Let's try to understand what's going on. So as I said, you have unemployment rising. Um, Let's look at some of these other statistics here. You have the shipments, inventories, and orders of manufacturing and durable goods um, across the globe is down 14%. You have new residential sales, so people buying homes is down 15%. Um, New residential construction, people building homes um, down 22%. You have business new business formations down 5%. That's pretty obvious. Um, advanced monthly sales for retail and food services down almost 9%. Wow, big freaking surprise. Yet you see all this terrible economic data, which as I've said is going to get worse, yet the stock market continues to go up. Explain to me how that makes any sense other than the one thing that does make sense is manipulation. So you had the Fed come out with some news today, said they will not be dropping rates. However, they're going to shove some sunshine right up the crack of this market uh, by continuing to purchase assets, continuing to print more money and ship it around the globe. Uh, So let's look at what they're buying. They are buying everything, guys. No matter what you see in the headlines, it is apparent that they are buying everything, even stocks. Boeing posted unbelievable losses today or yesterday, and the stock zooms up. Explain to me how that is possible other than the Fed buying everything. They are buying junk bonds now, which actually by law is technically illegal. It's not allowed. Yet they find a way to pull vault over the rules and get around everything. And now they're buying junk bonds. Anybody that doesn't know, in a basic sense, junk bonds are bonds that are high risk, that are downgraded to junk. And it's a literal literal term. Um, And so all of this that's happening is not helping any of you guys. It's not helping the average person. What this is doing, once again, is just a way to funnel more money 
to the 1%. And I don't like to say the 1% because it's such a cliche term, but to the wealthy, to the investors. All of this money, as it's been done for a long time, is funneling right back up to the top of the pyramid, leaving the middle class to bear the burden. Now, how are we bearing the burden? Well, look, the middle class is the majority of the people that are unemployed right now. They have very little money coming in. Prices are ever rising right now, which, you know, nobody's producing anything or very little. And nobody's really buying anything. So instead of prices going down, prices continue to go up. Fascinating. Real, really fascinating. So yeah, I mean, we just, guys, we have an absolute manipulated market. How you can refute that or try to tell me that that is not the case is beyond my comprehension. Um, there is no reason the stock market should continue to climb in. And believe me, it will continue to climb. We are normally in markets, you have kind of an equilibrium line and you have booms and busts, booms and busts, booms and busts. That's what things keeps things in balance. You have booms and busts, ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. Whereas in this case, um, you know, we're just going up, 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 up. And more than likely, unless something else happens and there's a huge deflation scare or something, we're going to continue to go up on the basis that the Fed can continue to buy everything. And they will continue to print more money and continue to buy everything while they can because this is a perfect time for them to do it. Here's why it's a perfect time for them to do it. Under normal circumstances, printing this much money causes massive inflation. Just massive inflation. Because you've increased the money supply dramatically. I mean, the value of the dollar should crash. But in this period of time where everybody's quarantined, the velocity of money has slowed down. As I've talked about the velocity of money, money changing hands, people buying things, selling things, etc. It has slowed down to a drastic halt. Nobody is really spending money. Nobody's really selling anything. We're all stuck in our homes. So this is a perfect time to be able to print unlimited amounts of money because there's really no adverse negative effect right now. Not yet, as I've talked about, not yet. Um, so this is a perfect time to be able to print tons of money. And look, the Fed has a balance sheet that we see and a balance sheet that we don't see, the dark money balance sheet. Um, and so there's tens of billions if not trillions of trillions of dollars that we're not seeing that's going to other central banks around the world that's purchasing foreign assets so dollars are being spread around the globe except there's still not enough and there's still not enough dollars people need dollars and you got to remember that the dollar is the global reserve currency and so when there's so much demand for a dollar and even though we're increasing the supply drastically this is a global currency it's used globally the demand's still not enough and, and so in my theory we're still going to have an increase in the dollar the value of the dollar um, if anyone listens to brent johnson i definitely recommend going and listening to him on youtube he's on some podcasts um, there's something called the dollar milkshake theory which talks about how we are going to spread these dollars across the globe um, and because there's such a high demand, and as long as the dollar remains global reserve currency and there's such high demand, eventually 
when you increase the supply of dollars, you spread them around the globe and you still have such a high demand, you have people defaulting because of the current situation that we're in, defaulting on these dollars, eventually all that value gets sucked back into the United States. And that's just a very, I don't think I did the dollar milkshake theory, it's justice by explaining it, um, but it's a very long concept. You definitely go listen to Brent Johnson or look up the dollar milkshake theory, it's very interesting. But kind of back to the point, so what comes next? Well, so long as we're in this quarantine state, so long as the economy is halted, and I think even when we get out of this quarantine state, the economy is still going to be slow churning. Because nobody's going to rush back to concerts, restaurants. They're probably not going to release everybody at once to go back to work. It's going to be a slow drip of getting back into things. And still then the recovery from this, it's going to take years, guys. This is not something that's just going to recover in six months and we're going to go back to normal. So anyways, I think the quarantine is going to last much longer. I don't want to put a time frame on it, but I would say at least until end of June. Um... And yeah, so as long as this happens, we're going to continue to print more money, we're going to continue to buy everything, and the Fed is going to achieve this ultimate goal of being the buyer, the lender, and the owner of last resort. They're going to own everything. Everything. This is not good. This is very bad, guys. Um, And when you see someone like uh, Steve Mnuchin that came out last week, also talked about how um, they are going to provide like COVID relief for businesses they deem necessary to national security. And it is a requirement that the government take an equity stake in those companies. Like what? An equi- the government needs to take an equity stake, an ownership in those companies that they deem necessary to national security should they provide them funding for COVID-19. So that's just great. And these companies are probably going to be mostly heavily centered in the energy sector. So this goes along again with what we've talked about before. And I believe we've talked about some of the other podcasts is that the government and the Fed are nationalizing corporations. They are taking over businesses. And this shows elements of fascism. Now, am I saying that the United States is now a fascist country? No. However, we are starting to see very eerily similar characteristics to fascism. Forced control on corporations. Um, and now, I, going along with this, you, sad to say, you're going to see the collapse of a lot of small businesses, um, as we're already seeing, as I've said, you know, in the loan industry and in this whole PPP loan program, it's not fulfilled its promise. It's not helping business owners. The process is very, very slow. It's leaving about 85 to 90% of small businesses still unfunded, still unhelped. Um, And so, you know, at this point, a lot of businesses are forced to close whether they're going to get the financing down the line or not. Like they just can't stay open. And so this is the forcing of eliminating small businesses um, you know, whether intentional by our politicians or not, it's what hap- is what, ha- what is happening. Um, and, you know, what's, what's going to happen when all, a lot of these small businesses kind of die out and go away? The only logical conclusion is that the bigger corporations are going to expand even further. I mean, look, not to be pessimistic, but I mean, guys, look, Amazon, Walmart, all these big companies are thriving right now. 
and they're going to continue to expand. I think Amazon just hired another 200,000 employees or something, which is crazy. So they're going to continue to expand as the smaller businesses continue to kind of die out or contract um, completely. And so everything that's happening right now, everybody needs to pay attention because it is not what you're being told and it goes a lot deeper. The, the consequences of the Fed and the government buying everything, keeping us in quarantine where we can go into this. I can go into this in a different episode, but there's some whistleblowers coming out, surgeons, doctors, medical experts saying this is this quarantine is so unwarranted. This coronavirus is not much more. Um, it, it is being blown out of proportion completely, which we, we've kind of known from the start. But anyways... I will kind of wrap it up there, but I just wanted to talk about that what you're seeing in this stock market and these markets are completely manipulated. Um, the best thing to do, in my opinion, and this is not financial advice, is to start getting and taking a look at the asset classes that are being suppressed. Their values are being kept down low, where their real value should be a lot higher. Let's give a couple examples. Gold and silver. Gold and silver have not even seen the rise that they should. Their value is exponential. The actual paper price and the actual price that you can buy physical silver at right now is diverging or going in separate directions. Right now, the paper price, what it's being sold on you know, Wall Street as for silver is $15.55 an ounce. If you try to buy silver right now, physical silver, I am surprised if you can get an ounce of silver for less than $25 an ounce. Kudos to you if you can, because it's really just not possible. Same thing with gold. The premiums are so much higher. So the, the idea that when you log on to Yahoo Finance and you see that silver is at $15.55 an ounce, that is not accurate. Because you cannot get silver, real silver, true silver, physical silver, for $15.55 an ounce. The real price of silver lies between $25 and $30 an ounce right now, respectively. Same thing with gold. Crypto. Yes, crypto and, and Bitcoin has gone up to, went up to about $885, almost $9,000, almost $8,800. The real value of Bitcoin is a lot higher than $8,800 right now, let me tell you that. So these are some just two asset classes that are being so suppressed right now. And they can't be suppressed forever. They're not going to be. And so getting in on these asset classes that are being suppressed right now, while you can get them at these low prices, is, is probably a pretty good idea. So that's it for the podcast today. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. One, what you're seeing with the stock market is complete manipulation. Um, we don't have an economy. The economy is getting worse. The recovery time is going to be years, not months. We've already begun a global depression. We just haven't really individually felt the brunt of it yet, but it's going to continue to get worse and worse and worse before it gets any bit better. Um, and yeah, so just continue to kind of think contrarian to what's going on because what you are being told, what you're probably seeing as far as numbers and headlines in the media is probably inaccurate. Do your own research and um, just stay safe. We'll talk to you guys in the next one.
Hey, thanks guys for listening to another episode of Drunk Money. We appreciate you all tuning in. We hope you learned a little something. If you can, leave us a review at the bottom, give us some feedback, and we'll see everybody on the next one.